0: Yes, the new Slipknot album is here at last, let's play it. What the f*** is this? Hi people and hello my ChiliCon Carnage crew, it's Chili here from 5-Minute Reviews doing a review on Slipknot's newest album, The End, so far. Well that first song, Adderall, is certainly a confusing intro Of course, Slipknot are renowned for their intro songs. They've had them on every single album, but usually they're just weird sound effects, distorted vocals and various samples. But on Slipknot's newest album, we have the near six minute long track called Adderall, which sounds like a Faith No More knockoff, if I'm being honest. If it wasn't for Corey's vocals, I would have been sure that this was a glitch in the system, but here we are, subjected to a new album with an intro that overstays its welcome, and it's not a good start to the album. I admit on first playthrough, I skipped this track after about two minutes. Hey, I'm here for that heavy metal sound, not the extended intro track. So, after a rocky start, this album then follows up with the three singles released for the album with the dying song, Time To Die, Chapeltown Rag, and Yen. Let's address these singles quickly before continuing on the album. "Chapeltown Rag was the first single and started off with some sampling and riffs that reminded me of their first album. The blast beats on this track are pretty impressive. Next up was the dying song which I have done a reaction to this song. The video isn't too bad, nothing special or anything that stands out, kind of like this song. Yen was the final single from the album and easily the one I played the least, but that might be due to it being the last one that was also released. With all that singing about knives, I could be mistaken for thinking that this was a Deftone song. The problem with each of these singles is that while they are okay, they just aren't memorable. These are very weak singles. None of them had, say, memorable impressions like Wait and Bleed, People Equal Shit, or Duality. None of them had big hooks like Before I Forget, or Psychosocial, or Nero Forte. These singles are just plain old forgettable, and not once did I feel compelled to return to any of them. Besides these first four tracks, we still have eight more songs, including an outro song, so I'll start with the positives. The midsection of the album is truly great, kicking off with Hive Mind. Ouch, this brutal piece might start with some sample sidestepping, but the percussions bring it back in line and then it's on. We follow this up with Warranty, which is fucking amazing. And yes, this is what I came here for. I'm surprised they didn't release this song as a single because I feel it would have been a much stronger piece than, say, Yen or Chapeltown Rag. I mean, those drum fills here are simply sharp and precise with great percussions to back. Even Medicine for the Damned has a great misdirection at the start before launching into its heavy grooves. After this though, we get the track Acidic, which doesn't know if it wants to be a heavy ballad or marching piece or something else. The drum fills here feels chaotic and frantic and over the top with them battling over the guitar solo and Corey's vocals. It's a lot to take in. We arrive at the last few pieces, Heirloom, Hell, Desade and the Finale, which are all good tracks, but just not great tracks. Now, I have read that Jim Root, a.k.a. Number no. 4, one of the guitarists for the band, has stated in an interview with Metal Hammer that he has mixed feelings towards the record, that didn't use producer Joe Baresi to the full extent. Now, this can be problematic to say the least. Production can be important, but can only go so far depending on the material supplied. To see a difference production can make, listen to your favorite album's demos before the finished product is released. He has also stated that there were things that could have been done better for a final product. What he is referring to is the lockdowns, stopping the band from getting together to rehearse before going into the studio. Now in a band with three or four members, this might not be as big of an issue, but Slipknot has nine members. So there are a lot of chefs in the kitchen. I feel these factors played a role in their final album with Roadrunner Records and, it, and affected it as such. Jim may sound pessimistic regarding the record, but him and Clown still ascertain that this is a Slipknot record, and this statement is true. I just feel it's not THE Slipknot record that the band wanted. Simply put, it's not Slipknot's best work. I feel bad because this is the first album by slipknot i have had the chance to review on this channel overall i will score this album three million chilies on the spicy scale with favorite tracks being warranty hive mind and medicine for the dead i must say i'm conflicted with this record it probably doesn't deserve the amount of hate it is receiving but in some part It does, and fans shouldn't dismiss other fans for liking or disliking the album. That's their opinion after all. I spoke to a few people regarding this album who are either undecided or loathe this release. I must say, at first I did hate it, but I have come around to it slowly and I feel it takes a while to warm up and appreciate some of these songs. I know Slipknot are also still in their prime, I mean, We Are Not Your Kind was only released 3 years ago and it's one of their best records in my opinion. I can't say I love this album, but it does have a few redeemable songs. As far as the worst album they have released, well, that's for another list. Thank you for watching this episode, and tell me below what you thought of the album, and if you enjoyed this episode. Should I do a list of worst to best albums on Slipknot? Let me know below, and as always, stay spicy. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Live Listener Raced, and if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with all your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our ChiliCon Carnage crew so you can get notified for all the future videos that we put out, as we put out videos every Friday. Also, we are on Discord, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter over at Live Listener Race, so make sure to tune in over there. And don't forget to like this video so that our manager can stay very happy.